Hello there. This week, we have another Life Hacks episode. Johnny is still away, so it's just me and Yusuf head-to-head with some of our best shortcuts to give you a productive life. And this is absolutely jam-packed. So we've got our favourite YouTube apps, music to work to, our favourite cashback apps, how you can split the energy bill between your friends in your house easily, our favourite new article site that allows us to have curated content bespokely given to us every single day for free, how to use WhatsApp on your laptop, how to get hold of melatonin gummies in the UK now, the best way that we book hotels, how you can get the cheapest meat ordered online and delivered to your door, some productivity hacks, a two-minute working rule which changed the way that I look at my daily schedule, and an awful lot more. The list really is, it's endless, and just as well, because we're going to keep these coming at you. Also, if there are any discount codes or referral codes that we know that you will be able to benefit from, they will be in the show notes below please use the links because it will mean that Yusuf is a little bit less skint as a medical student and it means that you'll end up earning some discount or some cashback or whatever it might be. I know I say this every week as well, but I really do appreciate all of the messages. They appear to be ramping up all the time and how heartfelt they are really, really does touch me. Um, It's very empowering to feel like I'm improving other people's lives and I'd do this if no one was listening, but the fact that it's having a good effect on a lot of you is uh, it's very meaningful. So thank you very much. But for now, let's get into it. Life Hacks 104. Have you got some life hacks? Yes. So I've got have you been keeping a diary? Yeah. I have. Have you? Okay. It's the easiest way to do it because I, when I have to think about them on cue, it's impossible. Or come up with shit ones. And you're yeah, like, actually, this. When really- I log, when I log them in advance, it's awesome. So, hi again, life hacks one hundred four this time. Uh, Johnny is not here. One hundred four. He is um, in somewhere hot, sweating, and is complaining that being one hundred and five <laughs> kilos is too large. It's your own fault, Johnny. You're one hundred and five kilos. It was his choice yeah, to move hard. to the 120s, wasn't it? As a power lifter. <laughs> um, so, so life hacks 104. Who's going to go first? Do you want to go first? Sure. Right. So one that I realised that I've been using seamlessly, as you said, it's the ones that are the most background, that are probably the most useful for mm, you, yeah. but they're the least ones, they're not the ones you'd be like, oh yeah, I do that thing. They've integrated themselves so seamlessly in your life that it's like talking about breathing or talking about eating. Or... Exactly. So what is water to a fish? Yeah. So Splitwise okay. is one that, uh, so this is a tool, it's free. There is a paid version, but it's so the paid version is so high powered that you just don't <laughs> need it. <laughs> so there's too much optimization. Yeah, exactly. So if you live in a flat share and one of you handles the bills, this is phenomenal. So it's it's got like a there's like a machine learning element to it and everything, but what it is, each person gets an account, you join a group, which is your flat, and then you input expenses. So you can set recurring expenses that are like cancel tax broadband, cancel tax, yeah. And you can input individual ones. It then creates a running tally of how much each person is owed. Mm-hmm. And so, and it'll, it'll offset based on what other people have bought. So if you pay the council tax and then your flatmate goes and buys some toilet roll yeah. and puts it into splitwise, mm-hmm. it'll mm-hmm. balance it again. This is just like your wet dream. Incredible. And then once a month, it sends you all an email saying who is owed what. Wow. Um, and as you type in electricity or whatever, mm. you know, British gas or whatever, it'll then detect, it'll, Based on the words that are typed in, it'll create a little icon like light bulb, categorise it under electricity and utilities. Yeah, that's just stiffy inducing for you, isn't it? Incredible. That's awesome. That sounds really, really good. I remember when I was at uni, like we left with, I'm pretty certain there's still like three or four CCJs out for like (laughs) some of the people in my flat because they'd they'd left without like paying their their bit. Yeah, it is an an absolute arse on. I, I wish that there was a better app for... Um, working out who owes what at the end of a meal because we go out for food all the time mm. and it's an absolute nightmare. And I'm, like, I'm sat there with if one it person. Just Apple Pay stuff as you go along. 
If, like what? A, so like just a, have like it come a, over and the start is here and then it's you. And well, like an iPad menu where you just say, I want that, that and that and it just charges you. Yeah, that would be I'd rather that. Wouldn't it? Right, my one. Oh, what am I going to start with? Right, okay. So WhatsApp web. Um, not everyone knows that there is a desktop uh, browser-based partner to WhatsApp. Are you removing it? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> You're just opening it with Alfred. Um, yeah, so basically, if you go to web.whatsapp.com and then scan the QR code with your phone when your phone's on WhatsApp, you get all of the functions of WhatsApp. You only have to scan the code once and yeah, then it's... It's just... logged in. Um, and yeah, you you get all of your chats, all your broadcast lists, all your groups. You can upload um, files and photos directly from your desktop. It's web, uh, it's browser-based, so if you go to... Uh, if you're away from your normal computer and you want to use it, then you can just log in. It is such a game changer. When we're talking about strategies to try and reduce our phone usage and get away from um, the human in the loop, idiosyncratic use of your phone, this is one of the best ways because you use your laptop for distinctly different purposes than you use your phone for. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to go onto WhatsApp to deal with something which you can quote-unquote have as productive and then tumble into Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, so on and so forth. Whereas on your laptop, personally for me, I find that my um, time is a lot more, uh, it's a lot more directed. It's definitely a lot more uh, mindful. So yeah, it means phone can be down, face down. And obviously if you've got a MacBook, as we said, Lifehacks 101, the first one that we said was Apple products. If you've got iMessage linked up between your MacBook and your iPhone, you've got your two main platforms. You've got your entire phone. You've got your phone on your 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 laptop. laptop. Yeah, exactly. Which is unbelievable. So I'm part of team Fat Thumbs as well. And I just can't, like I'm using a, I use an iPhone SE, which is the same size as a five. Yeah. And texting is just a nightmare every time. I I really abhor texting on my phone, but I only do it when I have to. So WhatsApp web, at least it means that you can write out a more considered response because you're not dealing with the arse on or trying to text and think like, oh, I'm just going to send. Mm-hmm. And actually, I've got myself in trouble by sending short messages or trying to be too concise because I can't be bothered to type it on. But I know this is like, some people would be like, oh, first world problem. Like, yeah, I know. But I'd rather batch process WhatsApp, type it properly on a computer, yeah. not have to deal with oh, the touch screen. On the side of that, control, command and space on a MacBook that brings up the emoji menu. Now, this is going to trigger Yusuf because he has an even more <laughs> shortcutty way of getting them up. But for m- mere mortals like myself and most of you who are listening... Oh, God, this is when I realise how lame I am. So it's a great shortcut. The only reason I've set up an Alfred quicker version is because it takes about 1 to 1.5 seconds to load. And it does me, take a little bit of time. That's just was, too long for you. But yeah, can, if you have your MacBook up and you press... Control, command, and I'm going to make sure that this is actually correct or else I'm going to be giving people... Yeah, control, command, and space. It's quicker on yours, actually. Uh, Maybe I've just got a slower mark. Um, and, yeah, it brings up the full emoji keyboard. So if you're writing statuses or WhatsApp web, iMessage, stuff like that. And again, it's it's indexed. So as you start typing watermelon, it'll, yeah, come, it'll up. come up. Yeah, it's, uh, I used to have all of my commonly used ones in a note on notes and then go onto the note, oh. copy them out, and then I found control, command, and space. And I was like, well, I don't even need to be there. Um, right. Lemon, what do you want to do next? What's your next So life? my next one is... Oh, by the way, just before we go on to this, speaking of uh, Splitwise yep. and paying your friends, mm-hmm. Apple Pay Cash is coming out soon, which is going to be a way that you can just iMessage your friends money. Okay. So again, with the paying the bill and stuff, It'll probably be all integrated into something like that and you just send a text and the text sends the money across. So we could maybe, even with meals and things, it could even be up to the kid. One person pays pays the bill. And everyone just texts them the money. Or gives them cash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, moving on. Moving on. We talked about Alfred and the emoji search. So you can either do control, command, space, or if you use Alfred and you've listened to one of the other life hacks where we mention it every time because it's incredible, is... Um, a shortcut that so you, so for me if I'm typing an emoji, space open Alfred so command space E and then just type the word mm. so E lemon that will come up with the emoji. Now another discovery I made on Alfred yesterday 
is the Google search. So you can now do a built-in Google search function. So let's say I want to type, I want to find my Ramadan article on Propane Fitness. Okay. It gives you an inline response. Okay, I understand. Yeah. There. So. That's lovely. Yeah, that is cool. So then if I want to copy the link, I just do that and then paste the link to people. So basically just everyone should download Alfred. I don't think we've actually gone top to bottom on what Alfred is. Can you very, very, very basically explain what it is yeah, at so, core level? So if you've used a Mac and you've opened Spotlight, which is the universal search bar, that comes up with, it's a currency converter, calculator, file search, any of those things. Alfred is like that, but it's a bit more superpowered. It's, it like, it's like that on steroids, like that on steroids and, yeah. and speed at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And so it's faster on steroids and there's workflows as well. So you can, it builds in certain keys or shortcuts or whatever that'll do a bunch of things. So you can like select a file and then Alfred will move it to the folder that you want it to. Mm-hmm. Or you can open a, a website in about two key presses or whatever. So yeah. and it it's, just a, up it's a very, very powerful shortcut. It's great. Right. Like you can call people with it, open bookmarks. Um, I found the other day there's a, a plugin that you can get for it where it'll tweet from Alfred. So I can just be on here now. And in fact, I'm going to do it this way. It looks second. the same as Spotlight. So, yeah. so I can command and space. I can type in the word tweet, which goes send tweet. And then all I need to do is type, I am tweeting from Alfred. Press return and space. Send- <laughs> and it'll send it'll send a, a tweet out, and then it'll give me a little uh, notification. I thought you were going to say we're recording Life Hacks One Hundred and Four. Tune in, but no, no, no just, no, it's just really inane. Yeah, I am tweeting from Alfred. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's definitely accurate. It's what happened exactly. So, so, so the reason that this Google search thing is so useful, at least for me, and I'm sure that you guys listening, like, if you ever have to constantly bring up links or whatever for work and paste someone a link, now that um, you can just type it in there, you know that it's going to be the first thing on Google because yeah. you know the specific keywords and you just paste it to the, the main thing. So, so this is this is another one of the, the things to do with life hacks. You are so far, you're so deep in Alfred. <laughs> you are up to the hips in him. I have an hour the, long webinar on Alfred that you can... The problem is you've out. missed off some of the best stuff because it's too basic. So the the most used things for me on Alfred are the fact that it gives you a clipboard history so oh, if you yeah. can if you can imagine that when you copy something on a normal MacBook, you you only can command and V, you can only paste you overwrite the, the most recent thing, thing that you've done. Whereas Alfred gives you a clipboard of I think it's the most recent one hundred. You can change the number as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it gives you a history of pretty much everything. And of it's all in time. rich text format, so it doesn't strip the formatting. It copies the formatting through and all the rest so of you it. Yeah, images, whatever. And if you want to strip the formatting, you hold down shift and then it does that. Yeah, it's about so, as slick of a workflow tool as you can get, but it's across everything. So whether you use your web, uh, your uh, computer for designing websites, whether you're a writer, even if you just use it for your your MacBook for um, doing articles or um, university work, whatever it might be, there's something in this mm-hmm. that I think will improve. It is akin to speeding the trackpad. Makes uh, me so happy to hear because. I recommended Alfred to Chris, and it's twenty quid or something. Yeah, and obviously there's a sense of like, oh shit, like I've got someone else to buy this. Yeah, if he doesn't get his value for money out of it, it's going to be on my head. Which is the single most <laughs> painful thought that you oh, could have, God. isn't it? Well, that someone else has spent money at your request, <laughs> and it's not it's not been of value to them. So yeah. That's Alfred definitely there's another part of Alfred which is a game changer which is the snippets so um, if like me I do a lot of social media and a lot of the social media posts that I write have elements in them which are the same Alfred will allow you the same as what's called text replacement on iPhone basically you can write a short uh, selection of characters which will expand out into either a full word a website um, so a, can you give us some examples? So for me, I use a lot of the time, I use get, uh, get on guest list, text, space, dash, space, and then a phone number. Now, that phone number is different for each event that we use. So for me to go back and have to copy this out of my notes was really arduous previously, whereas now I've got VV1 for Voodoo, AA1 for Aloha, MM1 for both the Manchester Knights. Nice. And what the, it means that I don't need to go back in, it's just automatically pulled across. Now, what I've also got is much longer 
replies and responses. So I've got my um like the standard canned responses that you would Yeah. So if I get people. if 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 someone asks about um they want to send some product out or something like that, then I've got a canned response in there with line breaks, formatting, my address, my phone number, my telephone, all of the bits that the people need, and it's just done. Um the the expediency is incredible. Yeah, yeah it's pretty so, terrifying. So have a look at Alfred. I don't think you can download a trial version. You can get the free version, but it's not fully functional. Okay. Um, but to be honest, once you've played with the free version, you'll be like, okay. Yeah, it's twenty it's, pounds. It's twenty. Pounds the thing as is, well. like, so the function, the functions you've described there, even just the text expander and clipboard manager, worth twenty quid. Better. That, so there are dedicated clipboard manager apps <laughs> and dedicated text expander apps that I've tried. And are either more Can't expensive. Can't hold a candle to Alfred. Yeah, and Alfred is still better, even like for each of them individually, even though it's not a dedicated app for it. So just absolutely get it. Just buy Alfred. For example, yeah, so as Chris said, you can start typing your phone number or your address or whatever, and it'll expand. Yeah. I have kind regards, Yusuf. The problem is, sometimes I forget that I have it on, so I'll type kind regards, regards. You're like, ah. And it'll jump on the back, yeah. Um, right, so text replacement on iPhone was actually one of mine. So what this is, is um, the exact same thing as the text expander that we've spoken about on Alfred, but it's on your phone. So if you think, especially on your phone, a lot of the time, what are the things that you need to type in? So your phone number, your email address, addresses. Um, if you go, this is on iPhone, I'm not sure what the equivalent would be for Android. Settings. General, keyboard, text replacement. And then if you go... It's got the entire... I've got it mapped. It's in my mind palace, yeah. Um, Top right, press the the plus button. The phrase that you put in at the top is what you want it to say, and then the shortcut is optional, and that allows you to expand it out. So for me, I've got EML, expands out to my email. My num, expands out to my phone number. And it means one of the main things is you're never, ever going to get it wrong. If you've got it right that one time... You're never going to typo your email address or your phone number again because you've outsourced getting it correct to a previous point when you knew it was correct. Exactly. So unless you got it wrong then. Yeah. Well, in which case, you're really <laughs> fucked and you've been fucked for a long time. So you can also have some fun with it like we did with Ben where you change a or the or in to I really like it when you put your thumb in my bum. Thanks very much. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then whenever they'll send a message to a friend or whatever. It's just complete gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What have we got next? Okay, so Sh- shall I just quickly run through the potential features of Alfred, just in case you're listening and you aren't um I think I think we've sold Alfred on this one and we'll come back to advanced Alfred. Okay, because you are right. I didn't uh, I didn't expand on the We'll go advanced Alfred function. on another one. Fine. I mean we uh, as I say, I've got a one-hour webinar on Alpha that you can listen to. So <laughs> Yeah, get in touch. Um, so next for me is Tubex. Now, yes. this is one that you actually got me onto. You know, I think we are the chosen few at this point. Oh, Tubex they're not allowed to download it anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. We, you know what? We can even, I think... You can send it. Yeah. I, can I? So if you have the file <coughs> on your iPhone, you can make sure you back it up on your Mac, and then anyone on request, you can send them the file. Is that how it works? Yeah, so but it just means that they can't get it from the App Store anymore. Ah, well, TubeX was is slash was a alternative for YouTube, which allowed you to play YouTube videos in the background while you do other tasks on your phone. Which so, iPhone just doesn't allow, which is so annoying. Yeah, it's crazy. I suppose it makes sense from YouTube side, but yeah, it would allow you to use. Uh, YouTube is audio only, the same way as a podcast app might do, or whatever it might be. So I'm considering to- the amount of audio on YouTube. Like yeah. the amount of lectures and stuff. Yeah. That you, there yeah. used to be a way where you could open it in a browser and then close the browser, swipe up from the bottom and press play. Mm. And that would work. But that I don't think that does anymore. Right. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, we'll have to check on Tubex and see if anyone's got an alternative to it. I'm going to presume it gets shut down because it's breaching YouTube's terms of service, yeah, which it, include not playing when exactly, the apps yeah, are. It's a YouTube term. not. But um, if you have a rooted, iPhone, a rooted Android phone or a jailbroken iPhone, then you could do it as is well. Is that even a thing anymore? It is. People, it's not becoming, it's not as popular because more and more features functionality. Are into, do you remember yeah. when you had to download an app on your iPhone to have a flashlight? Or you'd like put the video mode on and swipe. Did you ever have an iPhone when that was the case? Yeah. There wasn't an, a native um, flashlight from the bo- from the dock at the bottom. Forgotten about that. Crazy. So 
Okay, next one for me, Quidco. So this is, again, we're on financial terms today, aren't we? You can tell that it's new tax year. Um, Quidco is a cashback site online. Now, I couldn't believe that probably the most frugal person who I know, which is you, <laughs> didn't know about it. And then increasingly, the more people that I speak to, they also don't know about it. So mm. I'm maybe thinking it's not quite as so renowned I, as... I, I set up an account in, I think, 2009, 2010 from my flatmate's advice and then just never used it. Yeah. And I've realised that actually, yeah, missed out on so much potential. Probably close to £1,000 over the last, like, five years. Yeah, so, so basically, exciting. basically, Quidco is a site, a cashback site. Um, you can go through it to get, uh, to purchase pretty much anything online. My protein, muscle food, BT, uh, Sky, a lot of utilities, First Energy, all that sort of stuff, EDF, they're all on there. Mm. Um, Jet2.com, there's pretty much everything from groceries to utilities, electronics, consumables, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, you get varying degrees of cashback amount. Now, the the big money is to be had when you sign up to uh, stuff that's monthly direct debit. So things like switching your energy over, switching your, um, what are you looking at there? Yeah, £110 if you switch to first, first utility. utility yeah, yeah. Like I'd managed to batch together, I think about £150 to go over to Sky, plus with like a new new member joining thing. And it meant that my first six months with Sky was free and my, my next six months was 50% off. Like great, so yeah, it was. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive. But yeah, it's it's the easiest thing in the world. To I'm use just going to use Alfred to create an a calendar event so that I can remind myself to do that yep. for Virgin Broadband. There you go. I mean, it's just <laughs> it, the, the optimization is just through the roof at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, Quidco. Um, Quidco is definitely one that everyone should be using. You you're spending the money anyway, so you may as well try and save it. Um, are you still Alfreding, or do you want me to go again? Uh, Okay. I'm going to go again. Cool. Um, so I've only recently started using this site, and I can't remember who introduced me to it. I think I might have just found it online, but it's called Medium. And I've got Johnny and Yusuf onto it as well. Medium is essentially a hosting site for articles that, kind of the same way that Reddit is a meta blog, this would be a meta, uh, I guess, news slash article site. Mm-hmm. So you've got to think... Yeah, um, if you type in on Google, if you want to find out about um, biohacking, let's say, and you type in biohacking for sleep, Google will rank your results based on relevance, but not actually based on quality. Whereas Medium is one platform which has a whole bunch of articles hosted on there. Annoyingly, Google ranks it based on relevance to you as well. Yes. Yeah, so and your previous search terms, which just means you get stuck in this echo chamber and you don't actually get to... That's a big thing, isn't it? Mm. Like there's a, a whole um, a bunch of studies that have been done where they'll have one person will type in like war in Iraq and or just, just Iraq and then one person will get loads of war articles and the other person will get like want to travel to Iraq. Oh, really? Yeah, like based on what their history has been because you get this curated news feed. Mm. Um, so yeah, Medium, instead of it being based on relevance, Medium bases it on um, other users' ratings. So there's kind of an upvote and a downvote, the same way, similar to the way that Reddit works, I suppose. And yeah, the the content that's on there, for me personally, is fantastic. I haven't spent as much time on a site in ages. There's a lovely partner app for iPhone. It remembers your um, reading place. It'll deliver you similar Articles to ones that you've upvoted previously and that you've um, that you've been what, uh, reading, it'll give you an estimated read time at the top as well, which I absolutely love. Yeah, it's I lovely typography as well. Yeah, it's just really, really clear, very well put together, and some of the articles that are on there are fantastic. A lot about optimization, a lot of stuff to do with news. It's a bit Silicon Valley ish, but I suppose <laughs> any emerging platform like this is going to be. But there's literally everything on there, and I think. You as it's a, more intellectual than something like Reddit as well. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. It's it's quite serious to a degree. But I found out the other day, so I was reading about um, what the scientific basis is for why Snapchat filters make girls look more attractive. Okay. Really, really interesting. I, don't, I guess it clears skin blemishes, so it achieves the same objective as makeup does. Like that does that does. It's um, larger eyes convey honesty, youthfulness, which is male to female trait. 
interestingly, female to male, males need to have smaller eyes because it's um, at maturity and okay. masculinity. Um, cheeks blushed, lips blushed happens also on the Snapchat filters, which is um, indicator of readiness for sex. And then it started talking about what will happen apparently over time in a society that values particular characteristics is you get, and I'm going to butcher this, I think it's recursive Fisherian, um, that recursive Fisherian uh, progress or something like that. What happens is characteristics which are attractive become exaggerated over time to the point at which they become caricatured. So you've got to imagine if you, if everyone in the world likes women who have big boobs, mm-hmm. naturally through sexual selection, women with big boobs will procreate more, which ends up running for 500 years. You've just got these pairs of tits with legs, right. like <laughs> walking around. So you get this almost like you, you overshoot on the other side um, and it's playing off the um, being a little bit ahead of the curve. It's the maximise the number of paperclips yeah. thing, isn't it? So, like, and this was this was all on Medium, just some guy who wrote about marketing on on there. So, what's up next for you? Very interesting. So, mine is a Pyrex ball, <laughs> large Pyrex ball, cost me about one pound fifty back in two thousand eight. Had it for ten years. This is the only thing you eat out. It's of, the only thing it? I ever eat out of, and um, it like I. I invited my girlfriend round for the first time to have a share a meal with me, and I realised like actually we're both going to have to eat out of this Pyrex bowl. Like <laughs> this is how dysfunctional as a human I am. So, um, so we've got other plates and things now, but like that is just because it's so easily cleanable, it's indestructible. Yeah, microwave it. It's big enough to cook large like bulk food in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do cakes in it. Literally anything. It could be a mixing bowl. So really. <laughs> If you're gonna, because so I saw I saw an article by a guy who has 21 possessions. Okay. And that's it. And I imagine it, he'll have like a spork and a pirate bowl, bowl, and that'll be his his kitchenware. And then he'll have like a pair of boots and yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to go full minimal, pirate bowls. Good, but I mean, two pirate bowls would be even better. Yeah, yeah, potentially twice as good. So I mean, the, the just. Again, the washing up time, any of these things. There's no intricacy about it. It's just... Done. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's cool. Right. Okay. So up next for me is something that we've been... I've done for absolutely ages, which is bypassing going to the hairdressers and getting my hair cut either in the office or at home. So pretty much every single hairdresser that you go to will also work privately. So all that you need to do, go into a salon, move to a new city or you're in a current uh, location where you've been going for a little while, speak to the stylist that you usually deal with, ask them if they do home visits more time, like privately, more times than not, they will do. And then get them around to your house or get them to your office. You don't have to leave where you are. Yeah, you need to clean up afterwards. That's a negative. But on the plus side, it'll be usually between 50 and 60% of the cost. Uh, an awful lot less inconvenience. Cheaper. Yeah. I would have thought they would charge you for a call out. No, not at all. Bloody hell. Okay. And do, do, you, do they just do all the guys in the office? Yeah. So we we have one person who'll come round and there's been periods where she's done back to back like four guys, four of the guys in the office. And do you just grin at back to back four guys? <laughs> <that you> did? <laughs> um yeah, she'll come around and, and that, that's it. And you're there working away on your phone. You don't need to leave work. Um, and on the same as that is home visit car washes. So rather than having to drive to go to the local hand car wash or the shell garage to get your car machine washed, you shouldn't be getting your car machine washed, by the way. And this is what the guy who does our valeting said, because the brushes break through the resin on the top of the paint cover for your, uh, for your car. So if you actually look at your car, the side of your car, if you've been getting it done with a machine wash, in the sunshine, you'll see that these are these tiny little lines that bounce off the sunlight. And what that's due to is the fact that these brushes are too harsh and they actually chop away at the resin. Chop away at it. That's yeah, interesting. Exactly. So if, you can, if you're in the office or, or if you're at home, some people like the idea of washing their car. Like, that's cool. I can see it as a therapeutic 
uh, activity the same way some people actually enjoy hoovering the house but for me it's not so we've got a guy who comes awesome. around yeah we've got a guy who comes around and I think typically for a hand car wash you'd be talking about maybe five pounds or inside and out you'd like for a mini valet you'd be talking about ten so he'll come around and do I think inside's maybe seven and inside and out's fifteen but the quality is significantly higher. Can you give me this guy's yeah. details? Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you afterwards. Bloody hell. Because um, there's a place in Wall's End that does the best hand job in town, according to, <laughs> I've uh, seen the sign. According to their sign. And you can see that they've they've realised their mistake and they've had to like rub away the word job. And uh, what you can now? see it like, with the best hand and they've written wash like on the side. Okay, but, like, hand wash. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's faint. You can still see the faint like, job. The, it's, faint like, job. Fake job. They've really uh, so yeah. Wondered. Find find someone who'll do home visits for you for your car or your house uh, for your uh, car or your hair. Because God, I'm ill. I'm not thinking straight today at all. Uh, it's it's more efficient. It's going to save you time on the haircut. One hundred percent save you money. And on the car valet, maybe you're going to be similar, but you're definitely going to get a better level of service. I mean, what what do you value your time at? Because Driving to town, especially if your hairdresser is in town, you've got to drive to town, got to park up, pay for parking, mm-hmm. get out of the car, go there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... And the, the other thing as well is that you don't have to take any time out of your day to do this because most of the times when... I'm the, fully sold on this now. Head, hairdressers are free. The only reason I resisted it is because I thought it would cost more. I thought it would be like 30 quid just for, to call out and... No, 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 not at all. Oh, shit, because you've got to think, like, the guys when they're working in salons... Got to pay overheads. Yeah, they, they pay whatever it is an equivalent of a rental fee or sometimes they have like a they, they have like a minimum that they pay and then over X number of customers per week or month or whatever, that's when they start to be able to take their commission. So mm. if they can, if you can cut out the middleman, which is essentially the unit. And the other thing is as well, like I, I always thought, oh, well, I don't have the, the kit at my house to get my hair cut properly. It's like bottle of spray water, which they'll bring, clippers, which they'll bring, put like do it on hardwood floor or put a mat down or something like that, bundle it up and you're away. Just in the garden? In the or garden, you would go over the course of a year, you'd get a very hairy garden though, wouldn't I you? I see. Especially you. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I shaved my entire body from the neck down the other day. How did that go? So I thought, because I'm, I'm going away to a hot country soon, so I thought mm. I better better cool down. I see some hair on your something. arms there. Uh, yeah, I mean, arms like... What about legs? Yeah, I've done legs. Did legs. Did legs, but not arms. Yeah, so... Okay. But I've realised it just makes you more sweaty. Yeah. I didn't realise the uh It the wicks purpose. the sweat away, right? Yeah. So, I think I won't be doing that again. Mm. So... Yeah. Was it a lengthy task? No, didn't take a lot. It took five minutes. I bet you're just a very rare Arab to be able to say that. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, luckily I've not got a hairy back. Mm. So, my brother has... So he's I, inherited all of the back hair. Yeah, he got all of the Arab. Did, he he also got the swole gene, which I find really annoying because yeah, like he doesn't lift. Yeah, barely. Yeah, but looks like he does. Yeah, very upsetting. So my life hack mm-hmm. is better touch tool. Mm-hmm. We didn't discuss this on the first one, did we? No, no. no. So on a Windows computer, this is, this feature is actually something that I've seen so many Apple users just jizz over because they thought that it was never going to come to Mac which is on a Windows computer you drag a window to the left or to the right and it divides the window or it, it snaps it to that side yeah that, this this has been around for quite a while on um, on Windows on Windows right yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know how you describe it but you drag it to the top and it, it makes the window half the screen it's like a window a window optimising um, shaping tool yeah right? so it shapes it to one side or the other side or whatever better touch tool allows you to do that it also gives you a lot more customizability over things like hot corners. So which corner you put the trackpad in the on the Mac. Um, you can create key sequences and things. So I've got one that's like, if I've got a tab open, um, I can move it to another space by holding down command and pressing double tapping right or left. Okay. Um, there's also things for yeah maximizing windows left and right with keyboard shortcuts, compressing a all the pictures in a PowerPoint. So you've got a PowerPoint open, you want to make the file size smaller. So if you're a student and you're downloading loads of PowerPoints and they're all like 10, 15 megabytes each, very soon that's going to fill up your computer. So Better Touch Tool will give you a, a way to set up a workflow so that you can just, it goes through all the pictures, compresses them, makes them smaller, saves the file down, drops the file size of your PowerPoint presentation, 
um, launching certain apps. So I, I launch Evernote by like Command Shift J. It's a shortcut tool, isn't it? It's the yeah. It's the other side to Alfred, I suppose, to a degree. Kind of, yeah. And and you can make this app specific too. And if you have a new Mac, you can it integrates with your Touch Bar, so you can completely customize all the shortcuts and Touch Bar and that kind of thing. Okay. I am. Birds on Instagram. I'm not trying to. I'm trying. <laughs> so this is a girl who I know also has the. Melatonin gummies, which is what I was going to speak about oh, next. Hello, uh, but I can't remember the name of the company. The, it'll be in the description below. So melatonin. In fact, I'll put this. I'm just going to use the Alfred uh, search. GS. Yummy. Special. That's it. Yummy. No, so you can't get. You cannot buy melatonin on Amazon in the UK. You can buy products branded as melatonin, but actually it's five HTP oh, or it's dicks. something else. Yeah, you can't get it in the UK. And if you try to buy it in the UK, it'll say that you can't. Yeah, see, you've mm-hmm. just got add to wish list there. Or see all buying options. So that's not... This that's, is Amazon America, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And it won't ship to the UK either. So um, can you briefly explain what melatonin is? So melatonin is the sleep neurotransmitter. It's just... Uh, it's the metabolite of serotonin. So serotonin metabolizes into melatonin, which is just what's released naturally when you go to sleep. Now, you can supplement with it, which will promote your natural production of melatonin and help you to sleep better. And in the studies, it looks like melatonin reduces your sleep requirement by about an hour in some, according to some data. So it's nice to use as a way to reset your sleep cycle. If you've either been traveling or you've had a late one and you need to kind of reset things a little Mm -hmm. bit. It's not something that I would take every day, but it's useful to have as a backup. I agree. Nuclear warhead. So Matthew Walker from Why We Sleep, um, he talks about melatonin use and says that his sole um, advice for it, or his primary advice for it, should I say, is for resetting sleeping patterns. And that would be particularly useful if you are someone who does shift work, someone who has varied working hours like myself, or someone who travels a lot and is potentially moving through different time zones. So I use these melatonin gummies. I've got no idea. Don't ask me how. It's called Yummy, which is the company that does them. Uh, link will be in the show notes below. I have no idea how they're retailing them in the UK because as far as I'm aware, melatonin isn't available. You can't even get melatonin, I don't think, on prescription. It's just not available in the UK. Mm, you can get it on prescription, but you, you have that's to if you've had a severe, a, like severe insomnia. Because I went and spoke to my doctor about this about yeah, six months ago. I'm not sure even doctors would prescribe it to someone who's not autistic or um, have a child developmental problem. Really, I, I think as an adult, I don't know if they would give you melatonin. I think they'd probably give you zoplicone or some kind of sleeping pill. Okay, but yeah, hard which to. is potentially is that a, a less holistic, holistic, less natural approach? Less natural, and it's been implicated in all-cause mortality, which is interesting. So all-cause mortality. So, like, you will you will die of any cause. You you will, you're more likely to die of any cause if you take more than three sleeping pills a year. Oh my god, which is ridiculous. <laughs> That's terrifying. So, like, what if I bus, whatever, just what a stupid statistic. Well, anyway, so yeah, I've got no idea how this company's retailing them, but I um I spoke to them, I dropped them an email. And I asked them to explain why it is that the gummies work more effectively. Now, I'll do a, um, I'm going to be talking about sleep in, a, in an upcoming podcast. So I'll come, go through that a little bit more detail then. But yeah, melatonin for resetting sleeping patterns, especially if you're doing shift work, if you're traveling a lot, it's a real game changer for me. Um, I struggle to get to sleep. There's a lot of times I'll get in from work at six in the morning and I'll look at my clock and I'll think, right, I'm finishing work now. And in 24 hours, I'm going to want to be getting up. Mm-hmm. So I need to go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep and wake up in the space of 24 hours in order to be able to reset my sleeping pattern appropriately. And the only way that I can do that is by using melatonin because my circadian rhythm is just so, so off. Yeah, it's so f- thrown out. Um, and the dangers of shift work, people who do shift work, they die, I think on average, 10 to 15% sooner. It's pretty bad, isn't it? High rates of diabetes, high rates of heart disease, um, high rates of cancer, much higher rates of Alzheimer's. Um, So yeah, try and treat sleep as sacredly as you can and assist yourself with melatonin. 
um, it's a it, it's been a real a real assistance for me. So yeah, melatonin's good. I've I've got some as well. I you can you, yeah I, I imported some. Yeah, it's legal to own everything, but yeah, it's not a controlled uh, substance. It's just strange why in the UK they don't have it. So mm-hmm. I got some brought over from Canada that I've been using some sublingual ones that dissolve under the tongue, um, and then moved on to the. Uh, melatonin gummies after that yeah exactly the, one of the problems is that because they're kind of like just chewy sweets they taste really good mm. so the te- the like temptation to overshoot <laughs> is massive I would yeah, just put myself into a coma with <laughs> 20 grams of melatonin well, gummies well that's it and the, the optimum dose of melatonin is one milligram yeah so there is like a if you have too little or too much it has less of an effect than which is strange. It is odd. Some some drugs work like that, and luckily I've got a um, I've got the lozenges as well, and mm-hmm. you can split them into quarters. Yep. And they're five milligram lozenges, so splitting them into one point two five milligrams that's fine. Yeah, like, does the job for me. Next. Next is my current electricity supplier <laughs> called Bulb. Oh, God. Now, I was with N Power, who. And power, if you're listening, you are terrible. Like I looked them up on Trustpilot, 0.4 out of 10 rating. Oh my god! So what? <laughs> they're just they've just been consistent. Surely they could just get some of the mates to go on and give them a 10 star. Like and <laughs> I think there's just up. such an overwhelming majority of people that are just like zero zero. Yeah, awesome. Um, so they're they're really awful. And I switched to bulb. I went on the thing and I was like, okay, um, switch to bulb. It's like, hey, put in your address. Here's what your quote will be. And it, it's consistently the cheapest tariff possible. And they only have one tariff. NPower have about 150 tariffs based on like... It's so weird. It's designed to obfuscate it and confuse you. Is that why it's there? It's like fi- January fixed, May, fixed, green evidence. Yeah, yeah. Like, whereas Bulb is, is the cheapest and they only have one. It's just like flat, low, cheap. Good. And it's because they everything that they do is from renewable sources. Okay. And as a result, they get a huge amount of angel investors and government yeah, funding. Yeah, the kickback's massive. Pil- piling into it, yeah. So basically, that happened. I filled in the form, which was like a page. It, it was like th- four fields to fill in. And I pressed OK, and it was like, there you go, you've switched to bulb. It was like... So I called them up, and I was like, hi. Um, <laughs> so in fact, the, right, I, I gave them a call on the number on the website, and it just went... Meh, meh. Hello, this is George speaking. Thanks for calling Bulb. How can I help you? And you're like... Hang on, where's what, the 45 yeah. <laughs> multiple option things for me to... Yeah, like straight through to a... Like, uh, oh, I'm a bit taken aback. Yeah, it wasn't ready. I was I was prepared for 10 minutes of, all, of selecting... <laughs> of selecting circular options. And, yeah. And I was like, I've just filled in the form. Um, is that it? And I was <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, what? So now you're my energy supplier. And he's like, yeah. yeah, we like to make things easy. And I'm like... Okay, fucking hell, man. great. Yeah. So from doing that, I got 50 quid. Yeah. And Did you quid co it? No, you didn't quid co it. Didn't quid co it. I should have. Yeah. But you can also, if you refer any friend, yeah. they get 50 quid as well. Awesome. So if you don't mind, Chris. Well, I'll, I'll switch. I'll switch at some point <laughs> soon. I'm not joking. Oh, well, I was going to say, if you don't mind me mentioning my, my referral code I'll put it well. in the show links below. Fine. Bulb.co.uk forward slash refer forward slash Yusuf, Y-U-S-E-F. <laughs> and uh, you get 50. We both get 50 quid. That's awesome. It is great. So I've made 250 quid from no bulbing. Fuck. Which is amazing. That's, that's like it. Is it in bulb credit or is it in real money? It's in bulb credit. Okay. But, but that's, it is real money, But you're, you're, you're going to spend, spend it. In yeah. Case, yeah. That's and cool. the app is excellent. It's all really simple. Like, look, look how simple the interface is on the website. Oh, yeah. That's um, f- and you can select... Those are the addresses that I've got on Bulb. Uh, so you yeah, can that's just, cool. Just switch between. Oh, hang on. Did you, have you referred like your mum and... Yeah, oh, you, you, okay. you can refer anyone. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be. I'm just trying to think about how how far you've oh, yourself. Oh, referred my sister, my yeah, mum. Yeah, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, on a similar vein to that, Booking.com. Ah, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who else. Like Hotels.com, I suppose, or late rooms are all right. But Booking.com for me is by far and away the best place to book hotels. Have you used? Trivago, I haven't actually. I've not either. Have you not? I see the adverts for it. Yeah, I see the adverts for it as well. Booking.com is the best interface, large selection of hotels, always um, got good ratings from users. So the same reason that I like to use Amazon is because there's a high amount, a high degree of user feedback on all of the products. And the same thing goes for Booking.com. Mm-hmm. So there's an awful lot of previous customers 
that leave feedback about where you're going to go and stay. And this mediates the um, search priority that you get. So you get ones that might be a three star, but like nine out of 10, or one that's a four star, but five out of 10, and the four star will be ranked further down. And it does it does stuff based on um, the number of options and all the rest Is of it. Is the star determined by objective measures? Yeah, yeah. So the actual star is the... Um, like the amenities and number of bathrooms or whatever. Yeah, whatever criteria it is that hotels are gauged on. But then there's a user rating, which isn't. And you can sort by user So it's rating. not like it's a 9 out of 10 for a 3 star? No. Although customers will have used that in their review because okay. the 3 star presumably will be cheaper. You're than not a bad dancer for an Englishman. You yeah, know, it's yeah not, that okay. kind of thing. No, I understand. Um, so yeah, booking.com. And then if you pound it enough, I think it's if you spent about £500... On it, you get something called Genius Level Discount, which is 10% off all valid um, stays. Forever? So, yeah. What? So once you've spent 500 quid on Booking.com? I think, I don't know what the, I don't know what the uh, criteria is, but basically when I was in Thailand, I was using Booking.com for everything. And partway through my, partway through my stay, they said, congratulations, you've now, um, uh, you're now eligible for Genius Discount. And basically, there's some hotels that do sign up to it and some hotels which don't. But recently, I've just booked my hotels for LA, where I'm going in a couple of weeks. And Best Western, LA is so expensive. Best Western for nine nights should have been 18 or like 1760. And I got it for like 1530 or something like that. Wow. So, okay, great. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, I've used Booking.com as well. It's And it's, you can get good. that. What reminded me of it was the fact that you can get um, 15%. Uh, sorry, fifteen pounds. Refer a friend. Refer ah, a friend, okay. and you both get fifteen pounds. Nice. It's just the sheer number of places that are on there, as you said, and the amount of data and yeah. choice and rooms and things. Yeah, very good. Yeah. What's next? So I'm trying to alternate between online and offline okay. ones because I feel like so many of mine are silly little apps. Yeah. So this is called Ina I I N A. Okay. It is a wrapper, a user interface wrapper for a. Um, something called M Player, I think, which is a, a Mac audio, uh, Mac multimedia video audio player. Okay. The reason I like it is again keyboard shortcuts, very simple, very lightweight. It's like a really small file size, opens instantly. Um, it saves the place where you were at. So you open if you're watching a long lecture or something, and you mm. close the window. If you open it again in a month's time, it'll just restore back to where you were at before. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people use VLC. Yeah, that's what I've got. I've switched over from VLC to this just because it's it's just so much better. You can change the speed and the, the volume and everything and skip forward and back five seconds or 30 seconds with the arrow keys. Mm. It's all just so instant and it just feels like you're just plugged into the, the media rather than having it's to... It's weird, isn't it? On a Ma- especially on a MacBook, the QuickTime's just so fucking clunky and oh, shit. It's, and, it has, it, and they seem to have this deal with QuickTime that they've had for like... However many it's years. owned by Apple, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, okay. Do you remember when Windows used to do Real Player? Yeah. That was a prick. Yeah, that was shit. But yeah, Media Player Classic, if you're on Windows, is what you need. That's the... Or you can get VLC also. Um, but Media Player Classic is about as lightweight as you can get. And you can do stuff like you're, you're talking about there, mm-hmm. which is where you... Uh, you can actually overshoot the audio volume. So you can do like a preamp, so you can actually have volume audio volume at 150%. Obviously, it'll degrade the quality, but it'll make it louder and quiet. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like sounds like noise. Uh, right, let's get two more each, and we will finish up. Um, so, I'm going to do a bit of a plug here, not for anyone who's affiliated with me, but just something that I love called Anjuna Deep. Um, so, Anjuna Beats is Above and Beyond's record label. They also have a podcast, which is called Group Therapy. And Anjuna Deep. Group therapy. Grab and beyond. <laughs> exactly it. That's really good. Um, Anjuna Deep is the deep label portion of that. So if you can imagine what, for anyone, I'm trying to explain what like deep progressive house music is to people who don't understand. It's slow, melodic, non-droppy trance, for want of a better term. It's very, very ethereal, gentle, flowing mu- music. It's it's simultaneously non intrusive, but also it's not just music. It's no, like yeah. you can have it on while you're working, and it's not going to like disrupt. Well, that's you exactly focus. that's exactly what it's here for. So, Anjuna Deep for working is what I use. So, Anjuna Deep podcast is 
210 episodes, something like that now. And most of them... There's more than enough to get on with. Yeah, there's loads. And they release one every single week and they're all awesome. And from start... uh, From the start intro, which is also very gentle, after a minute, there is pretty much usually no vocals until the end, except for a few songs that tend to have that in and vocal samples. And for working, it just provides this lovely soundscape that doesn't intrude on what you're doing. Very serene, very gentle, nice and melodic. Some of the guys in the office like to work to sort of more popular music or more sort of clubby stuff, hip hop and stuff like that. But for me personally, I find it's really distracting. My, my mind gets carried away by the words that come in from the music. And for me, Anjuna Deep is just the perfect soundscape to work to. So uh, search on whatever your podcast app is, have a look at Anjuna Deep and give it a crack when you're working. It's also another thing, if you, like me, work in an office that can be loud and you need to not have distractions, um, audible distractions, in order to focus, one of the advantages of this kind of music is that because it moves across a number of frequencies and there's a lot of synths going on, it doesn't actually have that much dead space in. You can imagine if you were listening to hip-hop or drum and bass, uh, not drum and bass, sorry, hip-hop or, or uh, other music, like trap music, I suppose, where you'd have these breaks mm. and silences in the music that you actually end so up it, hearing the sound <clears throat> coming from other people. So it glazes over any of the Exactly. The if you've got, you if you've got earphones in, it's almost like white noise, but really, really lovely white noise. So apparently people find uh, random, so it's silence, but with random noise, unpredictable noise, it's t- stressful. Oh, yeah, it's compared horrible. Compared to, yeah. I say, like, apparently humans find, as in yeah, what, as what I'm saying. not a like, human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like there are, I've seen, yeah, there's a study saying that compared to. Right. Up so, next. offline, rice cooker. <laughs> have I, have, this isn't we the previous done rice one. Now. I need to order the life hacks to, to do the ones that we've discussed already as mm-hmm. we start to do more and more of these. Yeah. Rice cooker, you can pick one up for 30 quid new, 10 pounds on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> um, which is another life hack. I don't know if it is a hack. It's though. not. It it's causes a me more life hassle, curse, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a failed life hack for yeah, the year. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so rice cooker just makes perfect rice every time. Like, how easy is it to mess up? It. it wait, um, this is not a rhetorical question. It is very easy to mess up rice in a pan. I've never I found would. this. Darren, Darren's Darren's wife's sister Hannah cannot cook rice like can't really? do it See, I can't cook rice overshoot or well, forget it but she whatever. can bake cakes and you as well like you're, you're Arab yeah you know I mean like rice true. is rice is literally in your blood well so so I mean I've got I've got the, the hang of it now of making rice in the pan but then it's like it's just unnecessarily difficult compared mm-hmm. to rice cooking put the rice in the thing cover it with a bit of water and press on and then you just leave and then if you let's say you go to the gym yeah like if you were cooking rice in the pan you wouldn't be able to go Fox, to the gym yeah. Whereas this, you, you press on, it detects how much water is in the thing by weight, mm. and then it stops cooking when it's the perfect, the when it's at the optimal, optimal moisture. fluffiness. And I it like just keeps my, it warm. I like my rice slightly well done. Can you? Can I edit? Yeah, you can. So, um, depend. There's difference. There's eight settings on it, and you can. Oh my god! Oh man! Eight like, different types of rice. I mean, this is what, like, if this is what the Chinese use, uh, they yeah. are well, it's got to be. If it's good enough for them, then it's, rice. it's definitely good enough for us. Right, on the um, topic of food, muscle food. Mm. We haven't done muscle food yet. They're good. Yeah, they are. So muscle food are a bulk meat supplier. Um, they a UK-based company. Um, I'm, I'd be very surprised. They are, for me, as ubiquitous as my protein now. But they basically allow you to buy large volumes of meat mm-hmm. and other things as well now, like pre-packed vegetables, um, like potatoes and stuff like that. A lot of supplements, all sorts now, nut yeah. butters and all sorts of stuff. But for me, the main thing that I use it for is for ordering chicken breasts. It's the, the bodybuilder's grocery, isn't it, basically? Yeah. Um, their meat is also really nice quality. It's not just like the shit... In, supermarket chicken breasts will often you fry it and then it'll shrink by half the size or something. Yeah. Um, all of the meat there is what you see is what you get. They do an excellent pastrami, thick, thick sliced, really tender, like as if it's just been cured off the, well, I suppose all cured meat has been cured off the cow, but 
it just is so fresh and lovely. Quite yeah. expensive though, so yeah, a little bit. But there's there's enough variety on there that you can have different uh, different options. So for me, getting five kilos of chicken breast, I think it's it's so cheap. Like it's it's far far cheaper than going to Tesco. It arrives at your house. The only issue that you've got is the fact that you're going to get meat delivered in a package, and if you're not in at the time it'll get left somewhere because they won't take it away. If they take it away, it'll perish. So it's like, it'll get left at the front door. It'll get left at the office door. And so then it'll if, leave a special place. Yeah. And the problem is if you're not there, like if your availability isn't tied in with the delivery schedule, you're either left not being able to order because you don't want it to waste or potentially risking wasting it, mm. which isn't ideal. They put it in a cool bag, don't they, though? They do, yeah. So it'll last for, I think... It'll last for about 48 hours in that, or they claim that it'll last for 48 hours. It's got pretty a lo- good. It's got a lot of cool, like, uh, ice packs and stuff that go So if you're not going to be home over a 48-hour period, then you shouldn't be ordering large amounts of meat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there is a, uh, there's a code that Muscle Food have very kindly given me that anyone who's listening can use. Um, for transparency, I'm not making any money off this. It's just the same. I use the same deal that they gave me when I need to order, <laughs> when I need to order chicken, but um, I'll pop that in the show notes there as well. It's uh, M Wisdom Ten at checkout, and you'll get some uh, you'll get some free chicken. M Wisdom Ten. M Wisdom Ten. I'm yeah. gonna do that now. Um, so, yeah, one more. Okay, one more. I bought a ro- not a roll on like a balm deodorant the other day <laughs> you told on, me about this. on Amazon. So. Previously, I used spray deodorants. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of aerosols, or um, and I wouldn't use a aerosol antiperspirant either because the, the, there's a lot of other disruptive this is stuff. Big, this is a big thing in America, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not like super paranoid about them. But how weird is this? It's like magnesium content and stuff, isn't it? Or, yeah, like the, the aluminium, and, aluminium and, content. Yeah, there's a few other things that I I just think like given the choice, even if it's not that bad like I realise because I, I think going full tinfoil hat on this stuff like you're pissing in the wind because there's so much environmental exposure to xenoestrogens and that kind of thing that you're not going to be able to shut it all out Yeah. but I feel like if I'm going to be spraying something in like lymphatic drainage points daily then probably makes sense to go for something that's not going to be adding to it Yeah. so it's I'll I'll find it it's called man cave eucalyptus deodorant balm thing okay it's a stick I've only used it for a month so far but I've it's barely touched the size in terms of how much I've used yeah seven pounds but I feel like it's going to last five or six months at least really and it smells lovely so is it it's quite effective I was going to say is it um it's like an all natural yeah thing. what's what, what's the difference between that and what you spray on yourself so this is, it's alcohol free and it's made from a bunch of like plant, um, plant balms and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, and it also, it also just smells really nice. Like yeah. that's, that's primarily the reason why I got it. Cause I thought it was after you mentioned in the previous life hacks about burning eucalyptus oil. And I was like, Oh, it'd be lovely to have some kind of toiletry that thing. Smells like eucalyptus. That. Yeah. So I had a look online. I was like, okay, that looks fine. Like if it wasn't for the smell, Honestly, I wouldn't have bought a natural alternative thingy because I don't care enough about it to... But it it just kind of it tilted the balance because I thought, well, it smells great and it's good alternative. Yeah. Go for it. That's pretty cool. I guess if you're not... Um, and it, as far as like deodorizing... Uh, what's the effectiveness? Rating? Very good. Is it? Like I'd say better than sprays. Really? Least, yeah. That's crazy. I'm no expert on this stuff, but... No. Uh, right, okay. Let me see. I got time for one more. Right. So final one that I'm going to use is a tactic called working from zero. Uh, now, I think I'm right in saying that this is David Allen's getting things done, right? I think that's where it comes from. Um, if not, it's a productivity tool which allows you to try and clear as much mental clutter as you can. So you'll have all seen someone's phone where you, you, you go to type something, oh, mate, just put your phone number in there or whatever, and you look, and it's got, like, 45,000 unread 
emails. Oh, man. And yeah. You need My to... girlfriend has 13,000 unread, and it's on her home screen all the yeah, time. Yeah, and it's just like... this red number, and it's like, okay, so how do you know when you've got a new email? Do you reset your baseline of zero to, like, 13,152? Like that's that okay, so what it's thirteen thousand one hundred and fifty three. I must have got an email oh, that God, I need to check. Yeah. yeah. So um working from zero is an approach to productivity, which is that all notifications and all unreads are taken out at all times. And I think for me it's a really, really nice way to keep my uh, phone screen clear. And obviously I could clear my phone screen by not having notifications on, but that defeats the purpose of the usefulness of notifications. So yeah. for me, if I've got an email that comes through, I deal with it as quickly as possible. And if I can't deal with it as quickly as possible, I'll read the email. Uh, sorry, I won't read the email. Clear off the red and then set a reminder to go back to the email. Because what you don't want to do... So we discussed Mail Butler in the last one where you can you can do that, snooze it, for example. Yeah. So your inbox only has things that are need to be actioned. Or, yeah. yeah. Immediate. Um, it's just a nice way to work. But marking things as unread is a useful tool, but up to a point, if you have it's a got... slippery slope, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you've got stuff that's been unread for like three, four days, you're like, I just need to deal with it. Mm. Like, and it's there in the back of your mind, causing anxiety. So the only emails that I have in my inbox that remain... So, so, the, so open my inbox, it's either things that I haven't looked at yet and I need to go and process which are, which is done in batch every yeah. week or the things that remain there would be like a flight itinerary for an upcoming or like a train ticket or something that needs to be in there even with that you even would then you could put it in Evernote take it out of that put it into yeah. Evernote clear off the notification so really there's no excuse to have emails no. in your inbox especially no. not 13,000 no but I, so, yeah it, that just terrifies me like the the level of uh, of anxiety that that would cause would be would be frightening. Because people say, "Oh, I'm numb to it," but it's designed, as we discussed in the technology. What is technology doing to us? Podcast with a hacker in your pocket. The the little red notification circle is designed to it. It's it's red for a reason. It's yeah. the alarm yeah. color, and it's designed and it's on your home screen to make you like always. Oh. At all times. So there's going to be this background hum of stress from having. 13,000 emails. Yeah. It also makes you feel like a waste man when you've just got... Yeah. It's just an ugly looking home screen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, some of the guys have got like 53 unread iMessages. I'm like, have you got unread iMessages? That's just... That's like the most priority. That's just people that you've ignored. Like, because the thing is, you can't even mark them as unread. You haven't even opened them. So with iMessage, I guess, rather than... Like, the the ball ache of opening a message, oh, I'll deal with it later, I'll set a reminder... Easier to just open it and deal with it. Isn't deal with it? it. So in well, that case, that ties in with the two-minute rule, which is from David Allen's getting things done. If any task takes less than two minutes, I think you can extend that to probably like three. Mm-hmm. Um, if any task takes less than three minutes, just do it. Do it now. Do it don't, immediately. Don't schedule it in because it'll take longer to schedule. Schedule it. Go back. Oh, hang on. Right. What's the especially? So this is the thing I was saying about don't read the email. Just put the reminder in because if you read the email, contextualize it then put the reminder in. You've, you've already got, done half of the work. And you've got the background noise in your I head. I understand what it is. Yeah, oh, so just thing. just get it done. Mm-hmm. Get the get the work out of the way. It's going to take three minutes. So I think something important to add to that is you said managing your notifications and making sure that it's working from zero is also to only have the permission for apps to give you notifications that have some materiality in your life. Yeah. So don't allow notifications from an app that you're never going to be able to do anything with. Don't allow notifications from like Asda or whatever it is, because unless it's something you need to do, it shouldn't be interrupting your flow. For instance, I've got notifications off for Headspace, but I've got banners on and they send like two or three mindful moments throughout the day, which is nice. It's like, what was... You can't control the sea, but you can... Learn to surf the wave. Yeah. Like... Great, that's nice. That's a nice little thing for me to see partway through the day. But it doesn't leave anything as red on my home screen, even though Headspace is on my home screen. I suppose in a way as well, that's it's kind of value-adding. It's not 10% off, but the same thing goes for group chats here or any notifications that aren't generated by people directly aimed at you. This is going back over old ground on um, Hacker in Your Pocket podcast, oh, which everyone should listen to. Off. Yeah. But yeah, like group chats... You can afford to knock the notifications off because you will check your phone in any case. To be honest, I'm pretty 
militant about just leaving group chats. As soon as anyone asks me to a group chat, I, <laughs> I leave it. It's like, if someone wants to talk to me, they can send me a message. Directly. Right. Are we done? Do you want um, another one? Yeah. Final one. Final one. You pack. Okay. This is great. What's that? So how often have someone sent you a YouTube link or whatever and you click on it and it's like, not available in your country or like... Yeah, quite a bit actually. So replace the word tube with pack, P-A-K. Okay. In the URL. Leave everything else the same and it'll mirror, it'll find the mirror that works. No way. Yeah. It's amazing. That's all you need to do. (coughs) That's crazy. So is it like a... A VPN service or something. Yeah, someone's just made a cop a direct copy of YouTube and it must feed in live. Mm. Just you pack. And there's all I think there's also buttons added to the bottom of like download video and Oh all right. Stuff so it's well, just so. the most like spurious <laughs> counterfeit YouTube. Yeah, I, I don't know how it's allowed, but it's awesome. great for us. Well, if that's allowed and Tubex is gone. I feel oh. bad for the people that can't have Tubex in their life. I know. I'm sorry, guys. It's a real game changer. I mean, we, we could bring Tubex back one person at a time. We could, but... But it would be... You, is you, that, you, is your that inbox really is going to get flooded if that's the case. Time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, um, we will be back very soon. Life Fails 101 will be coming. Uh, we started it, but we still need to finish it. Um, I think you've got more Life Fails than you do Life Hacks, oh, don't you? So many of both. <laughs> we're going to need to just sit and bash through them all I think um, who else have we got coming up so I've got Dr. Ewan, uh, Professor Ewan Lawrence who is the writer of um, the author of The Healthy Writer which is a book on workstation optimization. I've also got Leon Scott who is the main model for Chain Enable and Hera London nice big Instagram following you would think from the outside looking at a professional footballer as well you'd think pretty much nothing between the years, but this guy is mad into his mindfulness, crazy, crazy deep into his mindfulness training, does a lot of compassion stuff, really, really interested to speak to him, so I'm going to sit down with him, obviously on video he's going to look lovely as well. So. Of course, I'm excited about these, especially Healthy Writer. Yeah, so. I think I think uh, you and Lawrence is going to be really interesting guys, just come off uh, Ben Greenfield's podcast actually. I had a binge of your other episodes recently, yeah. the, the Quinn Hennick was yeah. excellent, if anyone's listening and hasn't heard that, yeah. it clears up any misconceptions about mobility, flexibility, um, self myofascial release, mm-hmm. any of the kind of self maintenance stuff. Yeah. Um, also, I would be keen because I know people message you a lot more than they message us. Really upset. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you can let us know about the life hacks, what problems you are trying to solve in your life, or what field? Because there's so many of these that. Um, it would be good to know generally what the kind of... But the likelihood is if someone else has encountered the problem that we've probably got a solution for it as well. It's just that, again, can't see the wood for the trees due to this manic obsession with optimising. Yeah. And we'll have, we'll have bypassed it the same as Alfred. It's like, exactly that. Like Because of our manic obsessionality with this stuff, we've probably come across it and done something yeah, for it's it. It's already so. been fixed. Yeah, but yeah, so drop me a message or give me a DM and we'll go for that. Until next time, it's Johnny absent. Here, here in spirit. Here in spirit and in blob, but not here in real life. Okay, bye then.